Thank you for listening, and we hope this message will strengthen and help you in your walk with God. So we're going to start in Numbers 13, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give, which I give, which I give unto the children of Israel. Right there, at that point, before they ever went in the land, God said, which I give. Of every tribe of their fathers. That meant everybody. Whether it's three million people or 600,000 people, how many people it was, they all were to go in to the promised land. That was God's heart. That's still God's heart. His heart has not changed. Now, we have to understand that when Moses gave them the command, when Moses said to them that they were going into the land, that was not new knowledge to them. They had already been trained because God said about Abraham, this I know about you, Abraham. I know that you will command your children. I know that you will command the children, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, all down the, the tribes. He said, I know that you will command them. And they will go into that land, and they will possess it, and they will do what's right in the sight of God. They knew that. It had been passed down. And you know the spirit of Joshua and Caleb, they had, they had sat under that teaching. They knew. They already knew. When Moses was speaking, they knew beforehand they could go in because it was a promise of God. It was not a new promise. You got to understand. It wasn't a new. It wasn't anything that they thought about. That's the importance of training your children in the Word of God. That's the importance of your children being in that place that they hear and learn the Word of God. So I say to those that work in children's ministries, you are ministers to train and teach children the ways of God so that they grow up and know the ways of God. Amen? Amen. That they're not like some of us that came in a late journey. But they grow up. That's the importance of training our children. That they know truth from fact. Do you know this generation does not know truth from fact? All they know is fact, but they don't know the truth. And we are to train our children the truth so they come out like Joshua and Caleb. They come into that place that they have no doubt when God speaks and God says, you are going into the promised land, they don't sit there and think, I wonder if God means me. Huh, I wonder if God is able I wonder if God can do this. They're not in that place. You know, the word that uh, God gave Eric for the children, I'm telling children's church is important. It's not a babysitting center. 
It's a place where they learn the Word of God. And he said, we are pioneers and trailblazers making preparation for the new generation of children of the new birth of America. If our children don't know the truth about America, how can they be trailblazers? If they're taught the craziness they want to teach them, they won't be trailblazers for the kingdom of God. If they don't know, if our children and the generations of college, and I love the word that Terry said, because I believe that with all my heart. Trailblazers are going to be those that know the truth, know how America was raised, know that transgender is not acceptable in the kingdom of God. We love them, but we don't accept them, right? We come into that place that we train people to understand the difference, the heart of God, justice. God is a God of justice. God is a God of righteousness. That's who God is. And he was taken, when he takes the children of Israel in, he takes them into the promised land, but they've been trained to know the ways of God. And we must train our children to know the ways of God. Amen? They must know the difference that abortion is not pretty in the sight of God. I was listening to, this is totally off subject, but I'm allowed to do that because I have the microphone. I was listening to this man that died and went to heaven. And he said, he said, when I got there and I was looking around, he said, one of the things he saw was all the aborted babies. And he said, the amazing thing about the aborted babies were they grew up quickly. Yes, they were trained. And he said they didn't, they, they were like two years old, and then they'd be six years old, and then they'd be older than that until they were able to come out of being newborns and being young. They were being trained in the things of God. I thought, well, if heaven thinks it's important, I think we need to think it's important. Amen? I never heard it quite like that before, but he said he was out of his body, I think for like hours, and he took, God took him to heaven, and he had an overview of heaven. And he wasn't even a believer. When he got back, he was a believer. I think his eyes were opened up and he saw truth. And he realized the destruction of what we have done to our children. So, back to what Eric said. We will see this new generation fully equipped, ready for battle, pioneering the front lines of what the enemy thinks is a lost generation. That should give us some hope. That should give us some hope for college students. That should give us some hope for high schoolers. That should give us some hope for our young children that they will be pioneers for the kingdom of God. That they'll be able to stand strong and just when somebody comes and tells them that you can be a, a what was somebody said on their, they went to the heaven, they went to the library and they saw the pronouns on their, thought 
Dear Jesus, you were described when you were born, a male and a female. Is there any other? Is God, is God blinded? Can God not see? I'm telling you, if the church doesn't stand up and tell the truth, who is? So, we're going after the children. And we're going to see. He said, for the lost generation. They are not lost, but they are being equipped. The children are being equipped to take strongholds, to take places that the enemy thought he already had. Well, you know what? When the children of Israel were in Egypt, don't you think the enemy thought he already had a generation? That he already thought they'd already gone over to the ways of the world? When you look at the word and you see where they were, they had, a lot of them had. But Joshua and Caleb were of a different spirit. And they didn't go along with the laws of, of Egypt. They didn't go along with the world. And we can see how easy the entrapment was when they were just on a short journey out of Egypt and, and Moses went on the mount for 40 days and 40 nights and came back and they built a cow. They had a golden cow. And what were they doing? Perverted things. You know what? That's what they did in Egypt. And so God had to get out of them Egypt. He had to get the world out of the church, out of Israel, for them to take the land. Hallelujah. I'm not going to read all that. That was a side note. But it's really very important to you under, understand because we're going to look at the ten spies and Joshua and Caleb going into the land and the importance of training and what you hear and who you hang out with. This is major in today's society. This is major in today's culture. So here they are. God already described to them the land he told them in Genesis 15, he already told them what the land was. So they also knew the boundaries of the land. They knew the boundaries that were set for Israel. They already had been speaking it, or at least Joshua and Caleb had. They'd already been spe speaking what belonged to them. They were taking hold of what belonged to them. They were grabbing it. They were living it. They were dreaming of it before they went into the land. I want to be like that. I want to take the land. And so he tells them to go in. He sent every, these were rulers. Twelve rulers went and walked the land. Twelve rulers went in there. They looked out the land. And what they saw, and I'm, I want to preface it with this, they were already told there's giants in the land. They're already told whose land they're going in to take. So there was no doubt there were ites in the land. There were no doubts. They even named Anak and the giants. They were told they were going into a land with giants. Well, glory to God, church, we're going into a land with giants. But they're already defeated. 
That's what God was telling them. I've already given you the land to possess. You can go in. You can take it. You can have it. You can travel it. And you don't have to fear any kind of giant. Amen? No, you don't, just don't think about those giants. Think about how big our God is. We learn to focus on how big our God is. I'm telling those giants will shrink. Amen? Hallelujah. So they're going in. They're standing there. They go throughout the land, looking at the land. And they agreed when they came back. They agreed. Now let's look. Verse 25. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they told them that what, what had happened. And they said, and unto all the congregation... He showed them the fruit of the land. So they're showing them that the word of God is true. God said, I'm taking you into a land that floweth with milk and honey, and there's going to be great fruit in this land. Some describe that fruit as a big as a basketball. That is big grapes. And it took strong men to carry, you know, the vine of the grapes back to the children of Israel so that they could focus and they could see that what God said was true. Amen? Amen. What God said, what, what the dreams of what God said, the visions that were in their heart of what God said. We have to keep focus on what God said. And he said in verse 27, And they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit. This is where we have to hush our mouths. They should have. They said, nevertheless, they're really saying, we're not going any further. We just really don't care. We're not going any further. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. The cities are walled up, very great. Moreover, we saw the children of Anak there they already knew that this is what gets us in trouble we start looking at facts these were facts these were facts i said over here these were facts okay they were facts but they weren't truth and there's a difference in facts and truth truth is the word of god truth is what god says truth trumps facts truth rides over the facts every time and that they're just giving the facts they're stepping in that in that place and they're just telling the facts they had no faith in them i want to be with a people of faith that know how to go in know how to take the land. They're skilled when they go in. They know how to walk that land. They know how to overlook the obstacles that are in that land. I'm telling you, when they saw the giants, they crumbled. The giants were the ones to crumble. Now, I did this the other night, and Jeff isn't there, but Chris is there, so Chris, stand up. Sorry, Chris. I, I love you, Chris, but you're an example right now. There's a giant in the land. Oh, he's seven foot eight. What am I going to do? It's a giant. It's a giant. I'm going to. Do you see that? Did you see that giant over there? 
is bigger than us. Do you know there's nobody bigger than that giant? Oh, my God, God. Who's God? I don't know what to do. Oh, oh y'all, we better gather together. I don't even think if there's ten of us we can overtake that one giant. There's no way. Boy, I'll tell you what. You get doubters together and they multiply. Thank you, Chris. I mean, they're, they're revealing who they are. They're revealing what's in their heart. They're revealing what the world has put in them. That's what they're doing. But over here on the other side, Joshua and Caleb saw the same walled cities. They saw Chris stand up again. They saw Chris again. And this is what they saw. Aaron, help me here. I want you to hold my hand. Get me up. I want to okay, come on. Come on, now. Come on now, work with me. Yeah, <laughs> now, Santa, don't let go of come me. Ha! Look at that giant. Look, that giant is nothing. His defense is parted from him. Oh, my goodness. He has no defense. He's crumbling. He's falling apart. I can see over. I know who God is. My God is well. to defeat that giant. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, both of you. Hallelujah. Demonstration of who you hang out with, who you listen to. What are they saying to you? Are they telling you we can do this? We are well able to go into the land? Or are they telling you you better run and hide? What's your choice going to be? I'm going with believers. In fact, I'm going to lead you into the promised land. And I'm telling you, Joshua and Caleb got together. They paid no attention. Listen to me. They paid no attention to the doubters and the unbelievers. I think we'll do it again, Patricia. We did this a week ago. This is demonstration day. Hallelujah. So here Joshua and Caleb are. They're walking in the land. They're looking at that land. And they, yeah, that's what they're saying. One. Woo, do you see that? I'm taking that. Tell me. Where my feet go? Where your feet go? We're going to walk around what belongs to her. Hallelujah. We're not letting any doubters in our conversation. We are not taking doubters into our conversation. Hallelujah. I see a land out there. Oh, my. What do you see? It's flowing. It's flowing. With milk. With milk. And honey. And honey. God said so. God said so. Oh, yes. God said. God said. And he said. He said, it's a fruitful land. Whoa. Look at these. Look at these grapes. They are so big. We can both share. Our families can share our grapes. Yes, 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 yes. Every tribe who Every. can he have it. 
Yeah, they they're, can. They're portion. They're portion. Yeah, because they were sent to divide the land. That's right. That's right. That was their mission. That's right. To go in there and divide the land. For everyone. Everyone. Joshua and Caleb had a different spirit. Yes, they did. They had the spirit of God. Whew. They had the word of God. Oh, yes. They had life on the inside yes. of them. Yes. It was powerful. Powerful. And we already know we're possessing the land. We're possessing the land. See that land out there? Woo! We, Woo! we are possessing Woo! that land. Yes. We have a mission from God. Yes, yes, yes. And that land is filled. It's filled. With people. People. Growing up in God. Precious, yes. So that they can what? Take a nation. That's right. That's right. We are influencers. Woo! Uh, yeah. I know. That's, that's powerful. <laughs> Only God can do that. Now only God can do the that. The anointing of God. Come on. The avalanche of the anointing. There you go. That's what he said. He said, there's an avalanche of anointing in this place. That's what he said. And that's powerful. And that's powerful. That will knock down every resistance. Every resistance. And that's what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory <laughs> to God. We're going in. Yes. We're taking yes. the land. <laughs> we'll not be held back. We'll yes. not be kept back. We are going in. Shoot. We are going in. For there is an assignment yes. from heaven yes. that has to come into the earth to change, change the destiny it. of people. Change it. Change Woo! it. You know what? What? We will not come up short. We will not. But we're taking it all. We're taking it all. Everything God said. Amen. It belongs to us. And that's the report that they took back to the children of Israel. That's what they took back. Yes. And that's what God wanted. Thank you. You might keep your microphone. Who knows what we'll do. We'll just flow. Hallelujah. That was the heart of God. But 10, 10 said, no, I don't believe God. Whoa. They said this was impossible for God. That's what they said. And they said, we're going to go gather another leader, somebody that likes bondage, somebody that likes to live in doubt and unbelief. We're going to go get them, and we're going back to Egypt. How do you like that? Well, how dumb can you get and still breathe? My God, let's go back to where there's nothing. Let's go back to where everything was destroyed. Let's go back to there was death. And no life. Yeah, that's where I want to go. That's what they were saying. We want to go back to death and no life. I'm telling you, I'm going for the life. I'm going for life. My eyes have been opened up. I have come out of bondage. And I know what bondage looks like. And I've chosen not to go back into bondage. I'm, chosen, I'm choosing to go into the life of freedom and victory. What about you? What are you going to choose? Thank you, Herman. I got one that's choosing. Thank you, Herman. We'll, we'll stick together, won't we? 
Hallelujah, because we're going for freedom. We're going for liberty. We're going because the word of God says who the son sets free is free indeed. He doesn't take you into bondage. He takes you into victory. That's the plan of God. But these people were choosing death. But I'm telling you, I'm choosing life. You follow this leader, I'm going to take you into life. I'm going to take you into victory. I'm going to tell you where truth reigns. And that's in the promised land. That's in the Bible. That's in the word of God. That's in the victory that he's given to you and I. Hallelujah. So let's go 40 years later. While the others died to Joshua chapter 1. Woo! Y'all having fun? I mean, the word is alive, active, and full of power. We got a land to take. We don't have time to play around. We don't have time to play church. We got to be the church. Woo! Hallelujah. Did y'all go to Joshua 1? I am totally not on notes. That's probably a good thing. I've lost my notes, haven't even started. And we're halfway through. I don't know, I already told you, I might preach till midnight, so. Joshua chapter 1. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. The old way is out, and the new way is in. Now, now therefore, arise, go over the Jordan, thou and all the people unto the land, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. So here he is. Here God is coming to Moses. He himself is coming. He's anointed. He is the anointed one, and he's coming. He's coming, and he's going to speak to Joshua, and he's going to say, Joshua, arise. Hallelujah. What's he doing? He's bringing the breath of God into the very heart of Joshua. He's creating life on those words that have been stilled in his heart for 40 years, but he never lost hope. He never gave up on the word of God. He stayed in that place. And when God was speaking to him, it was breathing life, life giving words, sparking the word of God on the inside and making it explode on the inside. Hallelujah. Come on. He said, arise out of the deadness. Arise out of that old. Arise out of it. Because I've got a new life for you. And it's now time to possess it. Glory to God. I don't know, but I preached myself happy this morning. Woo! Hallelujah. And he says, God is saying, every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. Come on. That's life. That's life. That's God himself breathing life and saying to you, Aaron and heaven, he's saying, every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I've given it. I've given it. 
I've given it to you. I've given it. What does that mean? I've given it. <laughs> we don't even have to get, you know, the Hebrew or the translation on it. When he says he gives something, he gives something. <laughs> Hallelujah. He doesn't stutter. He's not afraid to speak truth. He's not afraid to give his word. And I'm telling you, Joshua is in the place. His dream and his vision are about to come to pass. That was life to the dream. He's thinking, Oh, glory to God, we're coming out. We've been around this wilderness in circles for 40 years. But glory to God, we are coming out. Today's the day that we are coming out. We will not struggle anymore. I won't have to have this sand between my feet any longer. Oh, I won't have to wear these clothes. They were nice while they were there. But I'm ready for a new set of clothes. Glory to God. I'm ready for different food. I appreciate the manna from heaven. It was good, God. I don't want to tell you it wasn't good. But he said, I'm ready for some meat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whew, I know he said that. He wanted it. <laughs> Whew, he wanted some meat. Wanted some real food. Now, y'all tell Pastor I behave myself, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Okay. So, again, he tells them in verse 4, he tells them the layout in Israel. Again, he didn't change his mind. It was the same land that he intended for them to take in the first place. And you know, that promise hadn't changed. Israel still has land to take. Because it's their land. You certainly don't want to take it away from God because then you just picked a fight with God. So I decided to join God's team <laughs> instead of fighting God's team. Amen? And he said this, and I'm just going to say this to y'all too. There shall no man, not any man, no one, will be able to stand before thee all the days of your life. Okay, get your Bibles out. Look at that. Is there an exemption in there? He is telling us as believers, there is no man that is able to stand against you. I don't care what the obstacle is. I don't care what the giant looks like. I don't care what that Ike's name is. It doesn't matter what the name is. It doesn't matter what the naysayer says. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It's what the Word of God declares. It's what the Word of God says because that is the truth. And again, it trumps the facts. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I will never fail thee. I will never forsake thee. What a promise from God. And he's given us that same promise. You follow after God, and he's going to give it to you. Now, look what's been imparted. I'm telling you, Joshua and Caleb, I believe this with all my heart. They train those 19-year-olds and under. 
Because if you were 20, all of us would have been kicked out. We'd been dead in the wilderness if we weren't of the tribe of Joshua and Caleb. He had to do it. He had to get the doubt and he had to get the unbelief out. Out of the camp. Took 40 years to get doubt and unbelief out. But he got it out. And when this next generation that they had heard about, those children that I was talking about, those children that were trained in the Word of God, those children like a heaven, this girl is trained in the Word of God. I've been listening to her lately talk. She's got good talk. She's got her faith out there. She's believing. She's been trained. She's been trained by her mama back there. She's been trained by this mama here. She's been trained in this house. She's grown up in this house, and she knows the truth, and she knows the word of God, and she says, we're taking the land. She said, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to take the land, the promises of God that have been given to me. That's what she says. There's destiny the same way her sister you train up children in the way they should go, just like Jordan. She's been trained up in this house. These girls have been trained up under the Word of God, trained up to speak the truth and to believe the truth over the facts. Trained up in that. See those girls over there? Give me that smile, Sarah. Been trained in the Word of God. By this house, by the parents. Trained to know they can take the land. That they can go into the promises. Not be left out. You want to hang out with those people. I've been seeing a lot more heaven. Heaven and heaven. And I love her vocabulary. She has a vocabulary of faith a vocabulary of faith she believes God I'm not going to tell the story of her and Aaron how they got here but I had a woman of faith right there hallelujah she's marrying a man of God hallelujah and we're excited so, let's go to Joshua. What time is it? Oh, hurry. Let's go to Joshua 14. Are y'all getting this? I mean, I'm telling you, there's some promises. There's some promises for you. You want to know what your promise is? One of the things you can do is go back and read what Jerry Savelle said to, this, to the people of this house. You didn't think you had a promise. I beg to tell you, you have a promise. And you can take it. Hallelujah. Whether you come in late or early, it doesn't matter. God takes us all in. You get hungry for God, you get hungry for the things of God, and you'll go in. So, here they are. Five years later from what Joshua 1 was. Five years later, and I want you to see the heart of Caleb. I want you to look at his heart. 
verse 6. And the children of Judah came unto Joshua and Caleb. And I'm not going to go through the names. Thou knowest. Now look what he says. Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and concerning basically my mountain. That's what he's saying. He's reminding him of what God said. He's reminding him. He has dreamed of this all his life. For he was taught that the day would come that he would go into the promised land. He was taught as a little child that there was a dream put in his heart that he didn't have to live in Egypt. He didn't have to live in the wilderness. He didn't have to stay where he was. But someday he would go in and he would inherit his mountain. He would inherit his land. He had it so on the inside of him that he boldly, boldly, boldly walked up to Joshua and said, just let me remind you what the man of God said about my land. Forty-five years. Forty-five years. That's an opportunity to be impatient. That's an opportunity to give up. That's an opportunity to go back to Egypt. But not Caleb. Not Caleb. Because Caleb had a different spirit. And he and Joshua were already connected. He was connected to a faith leader. He was connected to a man of God that said, we're going to go in and we're going to possess the land. He was connected. He already was connected. And all he was telling to Joshua was what God had already said. He was just rehearsing what God had already said. And he just said, give me this mountain. It belongs to me. And I'll not be denied of the promises of God. Nobody else is getting my land. Nobody else can have what God has given to me. Nobody else. I don't care how big that giant. He'd already seen the giants. He'd already seen the walled cities. They were the walled cities were sitting on the top of his mountain. And it moved the ten spies right out of their dreams. It moved them right out of the plan of God. But not Caleb. And not Joshua. They looked at that mountain. Caleb thought, we are well able to go in and take this land. He said, I'm 85 years old, and I'm still strong in the Lord. I still have the strength to take a mountain. My age is not stopping me. I'll just tell you all right now. My age is not stopping me <laughs> from taking a mountain. I can stay up with you young people. Almost. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if I need help, I'll just lean over. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, that's the attitude that we have to have if we're going to possess our land. Amen. If we're going to take this land, we're going to get around people that talk faith. We're going to get around people that believe. Because our vision for this house is that land. 
That land was tried to be ripped out of our hands, but we didn't give it up. And I'm telling you, heaven is opened up to bring your dreams. Heaven is opened up to bring your visions. I got mine, and I'm not letting it go. And I'll just let y'all know, you're part of it. Because that's our land. We own it, it's paid for. But it's not filled yet in the natural. But I'm telling you, right now, that land will be filled. I am not discouraged by the years. What is time? He can redeem the time. I mean, he said so. Paul said so. Paul said, well, he can redeem the time. What's time? Nothing to God. He doesn't live on our time zone. He's got his own. And he has a plan, and he's at work. Hallelujah. I'm believing my whole heart this morning. These things are going on the inside of you and shaking loose any doubt. Any unbelief, anything that would hold you back. We got a nation to deliver into the hands of God. We've got a city to win, a liberal city that thinks homosexuality is all right, that thinks you can be born a male and turn into a female. You ought not say that in church. Well, talk to God about it. You know, I read, it was amazing what God said. Oh, I wish I could recall where that scripture was. It was a great one. All his scriptures are great. But he was, he was talking about to Israel. When they, you know, when they went left, when they just went backwards, when they went into idolatry, something they had come out of, and they set up, they set up idols. And God said, since when did you become the potter and tell me what you are? What are you thinking? I'm the one that made you. I formed you in your mother's womb. I saw that your skin was beautiful. I saw you at 75 years old with that white hair. you taking the land that's how God saw you he knew exactly what he was doing when he made you and he did not put rejects on it he put prosperous man anointed of God full of the Holy Ghost and power that's what he put on you don't you ever let somebody put a label on you and besides, if they do, labels are meant to be ripped off. I've ripped many labels off. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he said, you know, who are you to tell me you can change yourself? That's what he was talking about in that scripture. When I read that, I went, "Woo! I'm not messing with that. I know I'm a female. I checked it out. And I'll tell you what, my mom and dad checked it out first. And they put on that birth certificate, female. And they didn't get it wrong. Oh, you're going to say, oh, she's messing. Yes, I am. 
because we need to be messed with. Hallelujah. So back to possessing the land. That's part of it. We got to possess it. We've got to take hold of it. We've got to grab it and we've got to walk in it. Amen. We got to be the truth tellers. We got to be in that place that we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if God said we can go into the land, if God said we can have the promised land, then bless the Lord, we can have the promised land. God spoke and he didn't change his mind. And I'll tell you what, 400 years from when he gave the promise to Abraham, that word never left or lost its power. It was as strong as the day when God announced it. Now, that's pretty powerful. Some of our words we're praying, fall to the ground, <laughs> have no power in you. You know I'm telling the truth. We've spoke things out of our mouth we should have never had out of our mouth. That's what repentance is so good for. Are you are well able to take the land. You are well able. What is your dream? What is your vision? Because you're well able. You are well able. I'm going to read verse 10. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. I'm saying that. Now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive for this day and this hour. As he said these 45 years ago, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I'm, I am this day fourscore and five years old, which is 85. As yet I am strong this day as I was in that day of Moses. Send me as my strength was then, even so is my strength now. My strength is there for war. Ladies and gentlemen, there's giants that have to come down. There are ites in the land, but we are well able to go into that land. We have whole, listen, if, if you have wholeheartedly followed the Lord, I'm telling you the anointing of God will take you in to your possessions. The anointing of God will come upon you. The word of God will come alive and full of power in you. And you can say, oh, I'm ready for war. I'm ready to go in. I'm going to take that land. I'm not going to be denied. I'm going to stand on the truth of, of the word of God. I'm not going to compromise the word of God. I'm not going to draw back from what God has said, what God has said over this nation, that our nation will be reborn. We will see the power and the glory in this nation again. We will see God exalted in our nation again. We will see things turned around where, you know, man is man and woman is woman. That's the land I'm going into because I'm going to proclaim the truth. Do we need to hear it? We, as the church, needs to hear it. Thank you for listening today. We believe God's Word is what will sustain us in any situation in our lives. For more information, please visit us at familywc.org, or you can download the app. Look for us as FWC Como. Until the next time, remember, you are God's best.